What's up, everyone? If you were wondering how I've done this podcast, it's based off the Anchor. All you have to do is unload the Anchor app. And even better, guys, it's free. You could also possibly be getting paid to do this. I mean, all you got to do is just download the app. Speak your mind. If you ever dreamed of making a podcast or just anything, let your voice be heard. You can also be known on Spotify, Apple, or anything download. Just go on the Anchor app. What's up, everyone? Thank y'all for joining me with Buzzing with Marlo. I am Warren Marlo. Today is the day that everybody's been waiting for. When you click this link, click this episode, it is that day. Ladies and gentlemen, congratulations. It is Friday, which means it is time to just enjoy the day because you know it's the weekend and it's about to be some fun. We got football. We've got I've got flag football this weekend. I'm back. Uh, it's been it's been a week for me. Uh, not going to sit here and complain about it, but just slowly getting myself back on the time zone, <laughs> Florida time zone. Uh, I'm actually just in general because where I was, Seattle, Washington, they're three hours behind. So definitely it's been a big drag to me lately this week. But, hey, I'm slowly getting back in gear with it. Let me tell you, the first day I got back to work, 3 a.m. felt so much different because it just felt like, oh my goodness, like, ugh, I was definitely on Seattle time, so I was just sitting there, I was like, holy cow, like, uh uh-uh, but I got through it, it's Friday, gonna get in there, go to my job, whatever, do the best I can, and get on to the weekend, like I said, we got flag football this weekend for me, uh, spend some time with family. Uh, we just celebrated my mom's 50th birthday and my little sister. She's now 26. Uh, we just celebrated their birthdays Wednesday. So if if you know them, give them a shout out on Facebook. Tell them happy birthday. Uh, but yeah, so I, I appreciate everyone joining us today on this. So today I will be joined with a very very good episode with y'all for y'all today. Today I'll be joined with Patrick Ratchford, a motivational speaker and author. Uh, today we're going to talk about basically what are the expectations of the reality motivational speakers con- compared to the BS motivational speakers. I think that's the best way I could just describe that one. Uh, we're going to talk about also what gave that pers- the uh, I'm trying to figure out the word for it. Um, what well, give that inspiration for Patrick to actually be able to succeed, uh, figure out what struggles that he had to go through, uh, and most importantly, talk about stuff that's going on in the world, talking about what scientists discovery, what talk about 
everything around the world. Patrick has traveled numerous locations, guys. And I'm not just saying like location. I'm talking about outside of the United States, all around the world, doing this motivational speaker and being a very successful published author. So when we come back, we will be joined with Patrick Ratchford. To being the new member of the Raz Rebellion. I want everyone to go to the website repsports, R-E-P-P, sports.com and get 15% off on your first purchase if you do the promo code AP2420. And you have to type in the capital letters of AP2420. And like I said, you get 15% off. I know with the hard times in quarantine, Honestly, supplements are going to be the best way to go. They've got BCAs. They have the energy drinks. They have pre-workouts, uh, whey proteins and stuff. I would love everyone to go to repsports.com to get and use the promo code AP2420, which is capital letters AP2420, to get 15% off on your first purchase. Thank you all. from Patrick Rashford. How are you doing? Life is good. How are you, Warren? I'm doing good. Tell me a little bit about yourself, man. A little bit about myself. Well, I always like to say that I am the youngest son of Lois and Monroe Ratchford. Uh, I'm a, an author. I've written a couple books. Uh, I'm a motivational, inspirational speaker. I've spoken all 50 states, half dozen foreign countries. And I enjoy life. <laughs> Who doesn't? I mean, you got to. I mean, like, what other purpose do you really got? You know, what I mean? like, like if you're not enjoying yourself, what what are you doing for yes. yourself? Like, literally, like that's honestly. Oh, uh, one thing I do want to know. Um, you did catch. Uh, you just said that you were a motivational speaker. Uh, I listened to so many. Uh. What makes you stand out more than most motivational speakers that you know? Well, one, you know, it is my opinion that the typical motivational speaker wants to push their books and their audio programs and go to my next seminar. Uh, if anyone wants to improve their particular situation, uh, whether they want to transition from having a hobby and starting a business or they want to transition from having one store or one shop to three stores or 30 stores or 30 shops, whether they want to improve their relationship, whatever the case may be. Personally speaking, I have dozens of articles that are available for free that your listeners can simply type my name into their favorite search engine and add article mm -hmm. to it and dozens of articles will pop up. They don't have to purchase one of my books. They don't have to purchase one of my audio programs. They don't have to attend my next seminar. Now I have nothing to sell. I just wanted to have the opportunity to encourage folks during this time, this worldwide pandemic and uh, have an opportunity to uh, share some techniques and tactics to improve our lives not tomorrow, next week, next month, next year, but today. That's well, that's well said. I, I like that. Uh, I, I listen to a lot of motivational speakers, especially after I wake up. Obviously, the most typical ones, obviously, and the ones that go to the gym. I like those. Um, 
do you have like certain music that you have or is it just you type clothes or you do like audios yes i have an audio program called living life to its fullest i have a couple books out called stepping stones to success and the start of something big so for folks that aren't into reading a lot of us during this modern time want to listen to an audio program as you mentioned while they're going to the gym or want to listen to an audio program while they're commuting back and forth to work or walking the dog or doing some yard work or some um, running some errands within the house or outside in the world so i and i have that medium other folks if they just want to surf the internet um, i have a strong presence on whether it's linkedin or facebook or instagram or or twitter um, or YouTube that they can um, watch an inspirational or motivational video, or they can read an inspirational article on, on any of those platforms. I, I like that. I got to know. So how stressful is for you that always to stay online? Because I, I tell you right now, man, I only got two sites to really work with this podcast, but man, it could it can make you want to throw the phone out of the wall eventually sometimes in the day. Like, it gets to the point, it's just like, holy moly. And it's just like, all right, I got to pause myself, time out, breathe. Uh, I like to listen to um, uh, E, uh, Dr. E. Uh, I love, I just, I love Eric Thomas's uh, words, obviously, because I, I, it gives me like that type of military, like, it tells you to motivate, but obviously it gives you like that strict turn. The, just the strict version of it is like, hey, man, set yourself straight. Get yourself right. Crap happens. You get up, get off your feet, and do what you got to do. Like <laughs> Stuff like that. I kind of like those type of things. Sure. Obviously, there's some motivational speakers that speak kind of slower, kind of help people more evolve, I guess, in some things. But I'm telling you right now, man, just from social media experience platform. It is a struggle. <laughs> like, keep contact with it. Keep on update on it. Like, I can only imagine what y'all, what authors and people have to do because, obviously, that is the main outlet to sell your products nowadays is social media. I am not the biggest fan of social media. Obviously, when I did professional wrestling, that's the only way people would actually be able to see me, hear me, book me, do anything is through those platforms. Sure. But man, I can tell you, those stress me out. I can only imagine what y'all have to do. <laughs> well, like anything, you, you have to adapt on, on the fly, Warren. Uh, there there are mm -hmm. some of my colleagues that job it out and they have virtual assistants. Um, some of my colleagues have automation where they pre-program the platform to make one or two posts each day so they're not literally in front of the computer um, on a daily basis, they'll spend one afternoon and say, hey, for the next two weeks or 30 days, this post is going to that, pl that platform and this post to that platform. So there's multiple ways to get around that, that, that feeling of being overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. uh, I like that. Uh, so I'm going to start saving up for an extra helping hand, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But uh, so... Uh, Obviously, you said you're doing author. So what type of books did, have you wrote before? They're, they're motivational and inspirational based, uh, but they apply um, to every individual. It's not just that, oh, I'm, I only speak or only write on self-improvement when it comes to financial independence. 
as I'm sure you realize, mm -hmm. there are many motivational speakers that think everyone needs to be a multimillionaire. Everyone needs to have their own <laughs> private jet and limousine and Lamborghini. Um, but that's not everyone. It, it, success can be defined by your ability to attain your specific goal. If your specific goal is mm -hmm. to go from a two bedroom to a three bedroom and you achieve it, you are successful. If your goal is mm -hmm. to marry your loved one that you've been dating or involved with for a couple years and you do get married, you've achieved your goal, you are successful. If your goal is to go from a C student to a B or an A student, you are successful. So mm -hmm. what separates me from other motivational speakers that want to imply that everyone has to be a multimillionaire, everyone has to have this materialistic goal. If that's your goal, that's, that's all well and good, but that's not everyone. So I took that to mind on a personal basis when I write an article or if I uh, write a book, whether it's a paragraph or a chapter, I, I'm cognizant that the material that I provide can be applied to any individual regardless of their profession, regardless of their station in life, that if you wanna be a better boyfriend or a better husband or a better uncle or a better um, uncle or a better grandfather, the principles that I share will enable you to be a better individual. The principles that I share will enable you to transition from a hobby to a business or from a C student to an A student or from a relationship that's so-so to a relationship that is dynamic. So. The material that people will read in my articles, in my books, um, will affect their lives regardless of what path they choose. Okay. I, I, lo I love how you said that because, yes, you do have the most typical motivationals, obviously, get rich or die trying type scenario. Uh, I love how you presented that way because I felt, I, in ways, because most of the motivational stuff I like to listen to is obviously based off of fitness and stuff like that sure. the way you said sure. that i think is the best way to do a weight program to do a lifting program to do something to better yourself obviously you can never build yourself to be like well my biggest inspiration obviously is the rock mm -hmm. uh, i just love everything that that man's got the drive the passion just the man can book himself all day every day and still have a smile on his face Obviously, I'm somewhat there, but I can get to that point unless that caffeine's kicking in my system. I'm just probably not the best person to be around on some time. <laughs> so on those type of scenarios, but uh, I just love the fact that you have the more believable people. Obviously, the people, when you go to lift weights and you go, you know what, I'm going to be in the gym for a week and I'm going to have a six-pack. Uh, not believable, <laughs> probably not going to happen. And I – from personal training experiences, I have seen it personally. People have thought they need to be the fittest person in a day showing up, and then they come to me the next day and like, I didn't get the results. And, um, yeah, your program sucks. Like, literally, I've had these experiences before. And stuff. So I love the fact that you say, oh, yeah, it, oh, I wish I was kidding on some of these. Like, yeah. <laughs> I could have some stories about some of the clients I had in my back. Oh, I believe like, it. It blows my mind on some of these customers. I'm like, what YouTube video did you watch? And go ahead and reenact it. And you tell me if you got a muscle in your arm after that day. Like, if that's possible, I'm 
the worst trainer in the world. <laughs> and people used to be so mad at me on some things, but I I love the fact that how you said with your motivationals, they will touch everyone. It shows a very believable goal to achieve. And obviously it's not always I remember when I was not the smartest person in class, but I was a pretty, I was a good B average student. Mm-hmm. And if I ever had an A, I was just like, eh, I'm happy about it. But it's just like, my mom is going to be even more happy when I show this. A. <laughs> like that was my thing on those motivational type scenarios. So obviously you have those ones that would be like from the B and you go all the way to an A, but then you've got a D and you go to a C. And obviously that's the level of achievement. Type scenario, Precise. and I love how you just Precise. basically said no BS motivation. Because I mean, in all reality, how many of us are really going to be filthy rich from just living listening to two motivationals and be like, "Oh, this person said this, so I should have this in a month." Like, I give myself a month, and I'm going to go from twenty dollars in my account to almost twenty million in a month. <laughs> like, I've 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 seen people think this stuff before. And I've had people on my podcast that have literally have promoted music and stuff like this in the past. And obviously they're not doing the music now anymore because then they just realize the struggle of what really entitles, what it tells. Sure. And I've told everyone, I was like, you necessarily did not fail because you took a, you took a stamp. You took a, a chance. Like you actually put yourself out there and Either if you fail or succeed, in my opinion, you're still a winner. And I, I love that how you just said how real those things are because that's what I, that's how I would feel listening to something like that because it it's really hard to find a very good motivational speaker nowadays that really doesn't have BS knowledge on some things like literally like how you put based on just get rich or literally you're failing that life like there's so many different ways and so many different achievements that you can have that can satisfy yourself and also be real in your eyes yes like like, seriously like how many of us can blink and go okay i'm a millionaire like it's not possible (laughs) no so what what made you actually want to become an author so was it obviously your dream since you were a kid or kind of like came in, fell in place or something? Well, Warren, I, I, I've always been involved in, in some format, some method of entrepreneurship mm-hmm. or the business world. Uh, at a very young age, I was involved in sales. Uh, I read hundreds of books, listened to hundreds of audio programs. Uh, my success in the early days from the business world, people would come to me and say, hey, could you speak to my sales group or sales organization or some quarterly meeting and share with them mm-hmm. what your mindset was when you were reaching this goal or that goal. And so initially it was gratis. I would, you know, whether it was the Kiwanis or the Chamber of Commerce or the Better Business Bureau or any group, you know, there's every, regardless of what town or city that you're in, there's always a group that meets once a week mm-hmm. for breakfast, lunch, dinner, whatever the case may be, right? And right. so I, I was doing these two, three, four times a day all over my city. And then a domino effect occurred uh, where referrals would step in and say, hey, I've got this big meeting at the convention center or this big meeting at this conference room. 
so it, that domino effect of speaking to 20 to 30 people at a time turned into two to 300 at a time, then to two to 3,000 at a time, then 10 to 20,000 at a time. So it was just a natural progression. And one of my early mentors said, Patrick, you're doing all this speaking. You're flying all over the country. Uh, eventually, you're not going to want to speak. Or, heaven forbid, you may mm -hmm. not be able to speak. So I would encourage you to uh, put your thoughts on paper. I would encourage you to put it in writing so that you reach a point where you no longer want to travel. If you reach a point where you're unable to travel and speak, that folks can refer uh, to your, your, your works and learn and improve uh, their own personal self-development without waiting for you to come to their town, without um, uh, waiting for the next meeting or conference, uh, they'll have access to that. And so I took that mm -hmm. to heart. I locked myself up in, in my room for about 30 days, maybe 40 days. And I committed to writing eight, 10, 12 hours a day. And four to five weeks later, my first work was completed. So to answer your question directly, it was a, a mentor that I had respected that had encouraged me early on when he saw that I was, I was only coming home, I would speak Monday through Friday. Sometimes I was unable to fly out Friday, so I would be able to fly out Saturday, come home Saturday, mm -hmm. late Saturday night, sleep in on Sunday, and be right back at the airport Monday morning. And I mean, I did that for many, many years. And so I took it to heart when he said, you, you may not want to continue this present lifestyle in perpetuity. Um, so I took that to heart and committed my, my tactics, my techniques, my strategies to writing. And that is how the start of something big and stepping stones to success and living life to its fullest came into being. Yeah, well said. Obviously, you went through a true struggle to actually succeed in this. And I, man, that's crazy. To lock yourself in a room and just write all day, I can only imagine. Like, what kind of emotions does that give you? Like, I used to be very, oh, I still am. I'm not even going to lie to you. Like, I can't really just necessarily just sit in one place more than an hour and not keep moving on something. Like, I always feel like I got to keep going. I got to keep going, which I hate on my training regime because I train four days a week usually, but obviously it's either five to six nowadays because it's just, I feel like I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do if I'm just sitting around all the time. So I, I've got to know. So how do you have the willpower to sit here and just be able to write for so long? Because I would not have the patience to do it at all. So I give you utmost respect for that. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, 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 kind feedback, Warren. Uh, it, it does require discipline. I, I cannot tell you that, oh, I just sat down and magically ate 10, 12 hours a day for 30 days straight. Uh, the discipline came in with, I would write an hour and then I would drop down and you're in fitness, I would drop down and do 100 push-ups. And then that would refresh in my brain. I would write for an hour or two hours and then um, lay down and, and, and do 100 sit-ups. Then I would write for an hour, two, three hours and do some jumping jacks or do some calisthenics and I would get back to my writing. Uh, but I, I tried to refrain from going out 
because if you go out, then it's like, I'm going to go grab a cup of coffee. Oh, and since I'm grabbing a cup of coffee, I might as well pick up my dry cleaning. Well, since I'm picking up my dry cleaning, I might as well swing by the grocery store, uh -huh. you know? And then there's that movie that just came out. Maybe that'll help clear my head and I'll go see a movie. And when I come back out of the movie, or I'm too tired to focus on writing, I'll get to that tomorrow. And then that becomes a routine. So instead of uh -huh. leaving, lock myself in. If I needed a physical break, I would do some exercises. And then I get right back into it. And that's the way I was able to write consistently 8, 10, 12 hours a day. Wow. That's dedication. I love the fact how you said that because there is a lot of distractions in the world. And I and most people, when they watch people on TV, I feel like this is a great example on nowadays. People always question what they could have done, that why they can't be on TV compared to who they see on TV because they feel like they got the look, they got to do something. I keep telling everybody, it's the passion and the drive. If they don't, if they're not succeeding what they're doing, they're not going out partying, they're not going out drinking, they're not going out hanging out with friends or something because they're completely dead set on completing their task of what they need to do to obviously perform in front of TV, do what they need to do to make this movie good, to just do, just make that product entertaining, to make that product mean so much to them. And I tell everyone all the time, is their discipline, their discipline is so much different than what people, than what we have, apparently. I'm very disciplined at a lot of things, but do I feel like I will be the next Joe Rogan in the next five to six years? I don't know, but I'm just going to be real and be my personality and do what I can absolutely obviously i'm not a millionaire obviously i'm not on spotify's top 100 but hey i'm i'm putting myself out there and i'm just taking the next step by step not rushing anything not and i and i always love to use the example i'm just going with flow and i just keep consistently going that's all you can do you just got to keep being consistent you got to keep just basically driving yourself to keep performing do more and more uh very true. So how long did it take you to actually publish your book for your first novel? Well, I, I wish I could tell you that, hey, Warren, the, the first publisher that I presented my, my manuscript to, they snapped it up. They gave me a huge advance and it was smooth sailing from there. Right. <laughs> oh, I know that didn't happen. <laughs> I can tell you, I, I, every author that I've had a had a one on one interview with, they have told me it is not the easiest thing to publish a book. Exactly. So even though I had spoke all over the country, even though I had spoken a half dozen uh, different uh, countries uh, to, to tens of thousands of people, uh, and I had a following. It was well, you're 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 not from Hollywood, you're you're not an athlete, you're you're a motivational speaker. You give seminars, you know. Um, so the first dozen. Uh, publishers, that's what it was. Your work is great. It's very captivating. It's intriguing. Uh, uh, it encourages folks to turn to the next chapter and to pass the, 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 what they read on to others and refer back to it a couple weeks later, a couple months later. But we, we, we want an individual that is a, a major actor or a major athlete or a, a politician. Mm -hmm. So after a few dozen of uh, declines, uh, I, I still stayed focused. Uh, again, it was just due to the advice of a mentor because I was more than willing and capable to continue speaking two to three times a day and flying all over the country. 
it was just to position myself in the future. So if I chose not to, uh, at least uh, the information that I had within me was on paper. Uh, so it was probably the 40th or 50th publisher that said, hey, I read your, 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 your manuscript. Uh, I passed it on to my wife. My wife passed it on to our daughter. And um, everyone seems to like it. We're going to back you. Uh, so I, I, I'm glad that you can relate and that your listeners are aware that regardless, even if you're in the profession, and I had plenty of contacts due to my speaking, that it, it was still, I had to remain disciplined. I had to be persistent. I had to be focused until I got the conclusion that I desired. Okay. Uh, uh, that's a great storybook. I mean, honestly, I know the struggle for an author is you publish one great book, obviously you got to keep going and going. It never gets easier and stuff like that. And I've always been intrigued by how people can actually do that because I've seen some insane books and then it's just like, how can they top that? Like, what, what are they going to do next? And a uh, great example is I love, I'm a huge movie critic and honestly, and recently I just did an episode of talking about, uh, I don't know if you're a big fan of it, but uh, Marvel, uh, I'm a huge superhero fan. Sure, sure. And I, sure. Watching, watching the game, Endgame, uh, watching the movie Endgame, I just still sit here and question, like, how is Marvel going to top this movie? Like, <laughs> yes. Threw this huge masterpiece out, and, like, what are you going to do next? And it's just like, wow, like, I don't know how they're topping it. Like, I, I still to this day don't know. And do I believe that they could have a chance at it? I don't believe it. Like, I just felt like they put so much into that product that there's no way I don't think they're going to ever talk this movie. But if they do, they're going to shock me because I obviously I'll still watch it. I'll still probably like it, but it'll just be like, eh, it was okay. It was good. It wasn't great like Endgame, but it was good. I'm not but with you, sir. I, the one thing I would just say is really cool with this grind is like how y'all can always one-up yourself. So you had your first book. Uh, how well did it go? Like, obviously, you had to travel a lot to basically sell the product and everything. So how, how was that experience for you? It, 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 was, it was very successful in, in the sense that um, similar to the entertainment industry, whether you're a musician um, uh, or a, an entertainer that dances or sings or um, you're an actor, that when I would watch the analytics, they, they give you reports on a daily basis that if I spoke in a specific city, you could see a spike in sales. Uh, if I spoke mm -hmm. in one part of the country, um, you would see a spike in sales over the weekend where people would wait perhaps to payday or wait till the end of the week. Other parts of the country, you would see a spike in on sales that same evening. Um, other parts of the mm -hmm. country, you would see a spike in sales within a couple hours of me speaking. So it was interesting that the dynamic across the country varies from city to city, county to county, um, state to state. Uh, but I was able to build momentum on a daily basis because I continued to speak two to three times a day. I continued to fly across the country and, and go to different countries. Um, so it was due to that success of the early work that um, 
my publisher encouraged me to do the second book, A Stepping Stones to Success, um, which mm -hmm. has, has been a wonderful experience. Sales have been wonderful, uh, but it was more importantly, more important to me as an individual to be able to contribute, to, to leave something. There, there was a, a famous quote, Warren, uh, by Steve Jobs, which just sticks in my head that he, he told his leaders that when we're working on the project, whether it's a new phone or a new music platform, that our purpose is to make a dent in the universe. So I tried to take that to heart, that whether I'm writing another book or putting out another spoken word uh, format, or if I'm giving a talk, that to simply make a dent in the universe with everything that I'm involved in, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a business, whether it's a hobby, uh, whether it's a conversation, to make a dent in the universe. I like that. I, I, that's really well spoken on so many things. Like The one thing I like about that is you can relate that to anything on the planet. There's nothing that no one could sit here and say, listen to that same like, cannot go, that doesn't help me. Because we all wonder what's our purpose in the world. And obviously your biggest enemy is yourself. And obviously the only person that's controlling your two feet to move left or right is yourself. And it's just about what are you going to do and how are you going to do it is what I, I like to say is like how you can make an impact in the world, make a change in the thing. Uh, with this podcast, I, this is this was honestly just for me to have a fun outlet. Obviously, with the coronavirus and everything going on in the world, I not like I said, I'm not a big, but I love listening to podcasts. I got a real great obsession listening to podcasts when I was in professional wrestling. Uh, literally. I felt like that helped me on my knowledge, just learn ring psychology, learn everything that there was with wrestling was from listening to podcasts. It's like I could relate to this stuff. Like it was so large in life, so interesting. Like I felt like you get more knowledge from that than I ever did watching wrestling on TV. Like, it was so cool to see. Like it's just crazy to believe like how eye-opening you can get with podcasts. And I was just, and I kept talking to myself. I'm like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And I kept telling everyone that I was about to start this thing. I did the trailer, did really well with it. People were really excited about it. And I'm like, man, you sound really good. So I, the funny thing, how I first started my first episode was I literally woke up early on a Sunday morning. Literally was just like, you know what? I'm going to hit record. It's either going to be good or it's just going to be like, God awful. Like, it's going to be the one of the worst things that ever came off of the thing. But I'm just going to see where it goes. And it was just crazy. After I hit in, because I kept telling everybody, I was like, because everybody kept asking me, I was like, so how long do you think your podcast is going to be? How long do you think you're going to go? And I was like, honestly, I don't know if I'm going to even hit 15 minutes. Like, I don't even know if I'm going to hit 30. So, obviously, I've read some research and stuff on it. It's like, your first start out, you obviously, is not going to be your best. But it gives you that just that little expansion. Obviously, you want to go a little bit more time each time. 
And I, I gave my time limit. I was like, all right, I'm going to go for 15 minutes to see what I go. I hit end at an hour and three seconds. Oh, really? Uh, just oh, talking really? about myself. And it was just the topics I was on. And the funny thing, because I did it by myself. I didn't do it with anyone with me. And I told my wife, and I was like, I literally just went an hour and three minutes on this phone. She looked at me and goes, I don't know if I should congratulate you or you need oh, help. Wow. Like, honestly, <laughs> that was like the honest thing on it. But I was just like, let's hit play and let's hear it. She said I sounded so professional. It sounded amazing. I basically told my whole story of myself, of what got me to do this, what made me want to do this from all the casts I've had from playing college basketball, from doing professional wrestling, from the stuff that I've had to deal with going into my personal life and what has made me the person I am now this day. She said it all came out in that one episode and it blew my mind. I hit over 137 plays in a week awesome. just from one episode. And obviously it was just like, I got so excited and I got so, I had so much fun and I was just like, I don't know how I'm going to do it. Keep going. Like I didn't do any Facebook thing on it at first. I just literally just, was doing it on my personal page and just saw what we could do with it. It hit like my fourth or fifth episode. Then I really started thinking, okay, we need to start really getting serious with this. Like this is actually becoming not only a lot of fun for me, but now people are asking for more. And it was, and it was at that time I was just like, I don't, I got to keep figuring out new topics. And one thing I kept saying was I didn't want a certain, just one particular topic. I felt like that could get old and it can lose viewership. It can lose focus on so much things because there's only so much you can talk about one topic sure. nowadays. And um, I love the most pride episode I had was when I talked to two high school seniors that I'm real close with. They're twins and they were getting prepared to go in the Navy. Wow. was basically living their senior year in high school, living their senior year at home on lockdown because there was no, there was no school to go right. to. For your final year in high school, you have to basically stay at home. Like, how many people are really going to be able to say, oh, I enjoyed my senior year. Like, I got my prom and all this. You got it at home. Like, it was on lockdown. We're slowly getting the schools back nowadays. But that story got so popular out of things because I was talking about main topics that were going on in the world. And it showed that I was not just one crazy, stupid jock. That there's like wrestling, it showed a different character out of me because it was like, oh wow, this is real. This is this is something that really an effect and going on in the world. And I like how what you said about your books and stuff like that, and it makes you keep going further on. Is you just you put some determination, and you basically said, look, I'm not leaving this room or doing anything until I can make something out of this product that I am going to make. And I just love the fact that how you showed that determination because there's so many distractions in life that can cause you to lose that focus. And obviously, is it good or bad? I mean, that's your choice to pick. Like, there's on my last been two wrongs don't make a right, but obviously, you're the one that's controlling your own two feet. So you're going to go whatever path you want. Like, if you want this, don't be going on TV going, hey, why is this person on TV and not me? Because honestly, you took that left that was not that, that direction. So, I mean, that's 
that's all I can say on that scenario. And I, and I loved how you used that reference because I know I'm rambling on about it, but I mean, that was really intriguing on how that was put out because a lot of people don't know the, the right to that word. Obviously, so many people can have either a hurt feeling about it or some people be like questioning their stuff and going, okay, what is that dent that I'm supposed to make in this world? What, what is my purpose of that? Very true. And I mean, honestly, do I believe that I know the dent in the world right now? Um, but honestly, you just got to keep going. Keep pushing yourself. Keep going forward. Um, so you went on your second book. Uh, how's everything going now for you? Are you still writing often or is it kind of slowed down a little bit since with all this craziness going on in the world? Yeah. Bear in mind, my, my primary focus is as a motivational and inspirational speaker. My purpose was to leave a body of work, or in this case, three bodies of work. Uh, if I do stop speaking, that there's material available. Um, and also as a reference point, some people, not everyone can just listen to a talk for 30 minutes or 90 minutes or a couple hours and never need anything else. So now there's ample support material available so that when you get back home, if you have some ups and downs in life or in business or relationships, there's material that you can refer to. So it, it was never my intent that, oh, I'm going to come out with a book once a year, or I'm going to come out with a book every couple of years. You know, I wanted to um, have a, an avenue, a medium that I could provide my material to folks who had a, an interest or desire to improve themselves, to better their own personal situation. So that has been accomplished. Now, here's the flip side. Life is a continual evolution. And so as I take in new information, as I grow personally as an individual, then there will come a time in the future where I am viewing things differently than I viewed them six months ago, two years ago, 10 years ago. So as I evolve, then there will come a time, there will come a place where I will come out with another body of work. But for now, like most of us in the world, you know, there's that, um, the, the unknown of our future, uh, but the, the hope and the reality is there are universities, colleges, billionaires, pharmaceutical companies, countries, every country wants to be the first to come out with a vaccine. Every university wants to be the first to come out with a vaccine. Every billionaire wants to say, I funded the vaccine. Um, every pharmaceutical company wants to be the first to come out with a vaccine. So uh, it's, it, it's, it's, uh, it's inspiring at a certain level that this, all this uncertainty, that there are over a hundred entities, even as we speak, working on a vaccine. There's 30 that are extremely close. There are two or three that are super close. So just like we put a man on a moon, just like we've got satellites rotating around the earth, just like we've got these nuclear submarines and we have plans to 
populate Mars, we as a species, we as a race, the human race, will come up with a solution for this current pandemic. So that gives me hope for the future. It gives me peace in the present. I like that. I like how you even said that. Um, uh, I've never been a fan of flu shots before, so I've always believed, like, okay, if you're active, you take care of yourself, you should be okay on some things. Uh, my feeling on the virus going on in the world, obviously, it's real. Obviously, it has really been effective, but in my opinion, too, the media is making this thing sound like a big bad wolf as you blowing everyone out of the world. Like it's like, oh my goodness, you better just close your eyes or you can possibly catch it in your sleep or something. Like it's <laughs> it's gotten to be really ridiculous in some ways. But yes, it is real. Yes, it is harming people. It has caused a lot of strong difficulties in our life. And one thing I will say about this right now with what the world is going right now. We're all being appreciative of what we've had, obviously, with concerts and stuff. I've never been a big music fan, never been a big person to go to concerts because I feel like they're just ridiculously loud. And it's just like, okay, I'd rather listen to them on the radio. At least there's a tone deaf on it. I can push on and off. Like, if I'm tired of listening to it, cool. You go to the concert, you're just sitting there like, man, we just paid this money to hear them scream. <laughs> like, it's crazy to believe that. Like, sure. People have that feeling, but obviously now there's no concerts going on anymore. Now there's no, they slowly open up movie theaters again. So all these people need to be appreciative of what we've had because we've had so much cool things that we could do in our life. So now we're in this mask era, I like to call it, basically being told, hey, no, hey, you can't go to this because that's not. CDC qualified. That's not what we, what we could say that's helping save the world. Uh, the mask rules. We're being told to wear masks now because guess what? You can, you can either send it to somebody or they can bring it to you. This mask is to help. In my opinion about the mask thing, I think it's just to help somebody if they're coughing or something. Obviously not to spread it. But obviously still your hands and all that stuff. Yes. You should have been washing your hands and cleaning yourself as <laughs> early as can be anyway. Go figure, so, right. Honestly, I'm, glad, I'm just glad now it's like, oh my gosh, you go to the bathroom, I see everyone now luckily going to the wash their hands before they go and touch a door or something. We're hoping. But in some things, I feel like stuff like this happens in the world for a reason to make us have a laser focus on what we can do to improve ourselves, what we can do to make things better. Obviously, now with the coronavirus and stuff like that, when you're being told, hey, wash your hands, I've seen numerous people now that wash their hands now compared to when about maybe a year ago or so, we're sitting there, go to the bathroom, wipe their hands on their pants and just walk straight out the door. Oh, like, it's crazy to believe. Like, it, it's sad, but it is, it's a very strict truth on some things. And I mean, like like everything is said, man, everything happens for a reason. And I feel like, obviously, this thing is real tragedy now, but I feel like there's something even greater and better coming out of this. Obviously, that's going on in the world. We are making laser focus on certain things to make things better in the future. And we're 
determined a newer newer chapter yes or we can make it to where we just going to have a very bad backlash and lord only knows what happens but every it takes by the decision of the left or right which which direction are you going to take and i just obviously we no one can predict it now but i that's my viewpoint of what's going on with the world i feel like it's in the opening of a new chapter to make things better is it going to be amazing and great absolutely outstanding at first probably not but things need to happen and we really don't have a choice on some of the changes <laughs> very true very true I, I certainly concur that we don't know how the future is going to turn out but this has been one heck of a year uh, in fact um, in, in some circles that's the new cuss word that oh just go 2020 yourself you know <laughs> oh yeah yeah man. it's sad I remember when this first started, the 2020 thing, and you go to my my most constant routine every year would be, well, I just got married. I got married in 2018 on New Year's oh, Day. Oh, so wow. I got anniversary now every time and stuff. So, yeah, thank you. And um, now it's like when 2020 came, and it's just like, oh, man, hopefully we just make it through this year. <laughs> like, you don't know what's going to happen anymore. Yes. <laughs> I feel like what if year that could be really bad or maybe you need to make some changes on something and uh i i that's how i could see it as i so what do you, what do you what is your main focus that you have seen so far with everything that's going on in the world what do you believe that it has helped make a focus on that definitely is needed to have Basically, it needs to be looked on. Needs to be something that we do need to like focus in scenarios to basically help make things better. I guess I was trying to find a new word for it, but I guess that's all I got. Off. No, that's that, that, that's fine, Warren. <laughs> no, you're exactly right. What what this pandemic has allowed all of us as individuals and even um, uh, countries and as humans on this earth to step back and it's it shine the light on things that ordinarily we would ignore because we're so consumed in our everyday lives. We're going to work, mm -hmm. we're running errands, we're paying bills, and it's so easy to get caught up in that routine that this present reality will continue day in and day out. So this pandemic has allowed everyone to take a step back with this isolation, with this social distancing, and take a look at their lives. And that's that's been evident, right, with this social unrest. It had, if it had occurred prior to the pandemic, it would have been five minutes on the news. But because everyone was self-isolated, everyone's uh, exercising social distancing, some event that occurred in a certain part of the country that was eight or nine minutes had a ripple effect throughout the world, right? There were people protesting in Germany and Bangkok, Thailand, and in Sydney, Australia for something that occurred in America. Uh, and that only would have happened because the pandemic caused everyone to self-isolate. It caused everyone to look at things from a different perspective. Uh, it's been said by um, uh, 
many in the industry that this pandemic will create a lot of divorces, but also create a lot of marriages. Will cause a lot of people to become closer and will cause a lot of people to become further apart. This has created an atmosphere that we can get to know folks better. And sometimes when you get to know folks better, sometimes you don't like what you see. The flip side is sometimes you do like you what you see and you want more of it. And so that applies to individuals looking at their businesses. Wow, I wanted to go from one, biz one business or one shop or one store to 10, 20 or 30. But that same individual now is thinking, you know what? Maybe I'll just sell my business, get a cabin by my favorite lake and fish all day. Mm -hmm. One person is saying, I want to get two degrees or four degrees or six degrees. And now they're saying, you know what? I think I just want to homeschool my child at home. One person or one couple is saying, you know what? We want to have five or six kids. Now let's just love and embrace the two that we have. So regardless of the challenges, yep. uh, this pandemic, that the positive side, what it has shined the light on is allows everyone to view things from a different perspective and to reevaluate their current situation. Yep. I totally agree with you on that. I totally, one thing I'll say, one thing is, obviously you've been outside of the United States. You've seen what goes on in the world I have numerous friends and stuff that are in the military and they tell me how happy people are overseas and stuff, but they do not have half of the stuff that we have. And they're just so appreciative of just the smallest things in the world. Obviously, if someone would have an apple in their hand, they would appreciate and cherish that apple like that's their loved one. Like, we have so much freedom on so much things in the world. It's sad to believe how ungrateful most of us are and obviously with this going on it makes you realize things that you're just basically throwing away things that you basically see as just like every other day you now appreciate and cherish them because you don't know how much longer you have that and uh and a lot of people question a lot of stuff that's in the world now because now you're having to see what's going on like, I love to use the terminology in the machine. We've been living on this machine for so long. Now, guess what? Obviously, the machine is now at a, a complete halt, and now it's time to basically make our own, make our own freedom, make our own way of saying what we want to do, make, make a new lifestyle, obviously, from the lifestyle that we are so used to, apparently is now about to change. And now it's either... What do we feel of it? What are we going to do about it? Or are we just going to sit here and be like, all right, six feet, stay away. Or you know what? You can't tell me to stay six feet. You can't tell me to do that. <laughs> because right now, a lot of people are just feeling like, oh, man, I ain't got no freedom. But we've sat here and whined about we ain't got this, we ain't got this. Now, now do we want, now do we really think our one of our, per se, bad days is really a bad day compared to what we got? I, that's how I, that's how I believe it now because I, I live every day just very appreciative of something because stuff that I've went through in my past and stuff is just, you have to appreciate some of the stuff. Like, like I see people that get to spend time with their kids, loved ones all the time. And, uh, 
get to see them play sports and stuff like that. With me being a father of a special needs child and stuff, I don't get the privileges of all the time and stuff like that. But am I going to sit here and have somebody sit here and complain and whine for me and say, oh, man, I'll never get to see my son play football or baseball or anything else? Because obviously I still have someone that is in that depends on me, that looks up to me and literally thinks of the world of me. So obviously, like how you said, like if you would have had your first book and it only just literally captivates two people, would that keep you going or not? No, I'm pretty sure it would keep you going because obviously you are touching people's lives regardless of this, those two people, those three people, even that one little person that's in there, it's touching somebody. It's helping them. It helps motivate you because obviously you are making, like what you said, a dent in the world. And I mean, those are the things that truly inspire me and motivate me to continue to do what I do, continue to live every day as like, like you need to, because a lot of people question a lot of stuff now with this stuff that's going on in the world. You have to basically look at it and go, man, uh, did I do what I needed to do with my purpose on life? Man, did I literally do what I was supposed to do on this planet? Like, did I treat somebody wrong that I wish I didn't now? Because now there's just a lot of unknown. Yes. And you just basically live day by day now. I, I don't think I can get that any more said on that because I think now a lot of people are either a lot more angry with poor people, a lot more people are seeing the real person of a lot of people now that they did not think of. Because of now, because now we don't have something to distract us from going, oh, this might be happening, but, you know, Johnny's over here on the side of the road walking on the street. Let's throw visual on this compared to, oh, man, let's let's talk politics. Like, those, that should be, like, the main things that a lot of people just don't want to talk about. They're like, the, the things that you don't want to talk about now are the main things that are being yes. said, that need to be said, that need to look at now. And do them in my life for like politics wise I believe that no one right now that's in that office is probably needs to have the knowledge to be telling anyone what to do in the world because I just feel like it's basically in, in a way I think with the coronavirus stuff going on, I feel like it's a piss contest both elections well, between both uh, both parties both, both both parties and everything it's, it's bad and we're obviously the, the ones that have to suffer and deal with it because that's what we're being told Yes, we have become pawns in this just game of life. It's real sad on some things. But But Patrick, I hate to end this off soon, man, but uh, I appreciate you doing this with me today. I really enjoyed this. And, man, you are one heck of a motivational speaker. Like, I, I loved this episode because it was really cool just to see... I know one thing I always wonder about most motivational speakers, obviously, just hearing their ups and the dumps and how they keep themselves up. Uh, obviously, a lot of people just got to be able to relate to somebody. I Anyone can relate to your struggle. You just had the discipline to make yourself better, to stand out compared to most people. And one thing I've always told people before is, yeah, you might be able to do the same thing this person is doing, but what can you do to stand out from that person? to take that title, to take that next step, to being the next person of that level that you try to be. And, man, the one thing I always wondered when, when we first had this conversation was what made you stand out compared to most motivational speakers. 
obviously you just were not going to be told no. And that's mainly, that may be one of the main positive things for anyone. And from hearing the motivation was just from uh, on here right now, I could relate to all of them. Uh, really made me like almost teary eyed when you sitting there saying make a dent into the world because uh, I know it was a lot of people listening to that would be, did I? Like, what is my dent? Like, people would sit here and question it now. Compared to back then, it would be like, eh, who cares? I'm young, whatever. But now it's gotten that focus like, hey, we got to do something. We got to do something. So, Patrick, anything you want to finish off with today? I know I'm rambling no, a little it's bit. Quite, it's quite all right. That's one podcast on something. No, that, that, that's <laughs> wonderful. It, it, it's nice to be, uh, uh, to speak with a, an open uh, individual that is on track and on pace for self-improvement that realizes that this pandemic uh, has caused all of us to view life differently and to take things more seriously. So I, I, I appreciate the opportunity as well to just share a few moments and, and, and chat a bit. And um, hopefully some of the information that's been shared uh, will be beneficial for your listeners. Uh, I, I, I wish you and your listeners good health and to be safe. And uh, we'll get this mess behind us soon. Oh, yeah, I agree. Uh, Patrick, any, uh, do you want to plug in your uh, social media accounts and also your store? Because I am pretty sure you're going to get some buyers. All right. <laughs> whatever their favorite retailer is, whether it's their, their local bookstore or their favorite retailer on the Internet, if they just simply type in Patrick Ratchford, uh, my books will show up. My audio programs will show up. If they just want to simply touch base and leave a comment or say hello or and say, hey, we, we heard you on Warren's podcast, they can certainly reach out to me on Facebook under my name or Instagram or LinkedIn or Twitter or even YouTube. They can just simply leave a comment to say hello or give some feedback or if they have a question. Uh, if I have the opportunity, it may take me a day or two, but uh, I, I generally respond to all inquiries. And it doesn't have to be business. If it's a simple hello or just a comment on something that they heard today or something that's going on, some challenge that they're um, encountering in their lives, feel free to touch base on any of the social platforms. And as I mentioned earlier, Warren, they don't have to buy anything. If, they, if, they, if, there's, if there's a challenge in procrastination in their life or setting a specific goal or improving their relationship again they can go to their favorite search engine type in my name slash article and there are dozens of free articles that they can access mm -hmm. to 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 find an instant solution that they don't have to commit hours to reading a book they can read an article in a few minutes and acquire information to move forward and get a step closer to their specific goals I, I love how you finish it off with that because that just shows you how you stand out compared to people. You're not just here to get change, not here to just get more publicity on it. You're here to actually make a change in things. And Patrick, that was awesome. I really enjoyed this episode with you today. Uh, we will definitely have to try to do this again. I I, I loved how when you messaged me off the get-go saying, hey, I love, shoot, love to shoot the breeze. Like, you don't know how many people do not know what that metaphor is. <laughs> like, it's crazy to believe on so many things. Like, they're like, why are you shooting a breeze? Like, well, what the heck's going on here? And I'm just like, all right, we'll have to figure out this plan. 
was like from my wrestling background that was like huge wrestling sling for like we're just chatting just to have a good time and i mean that really connected me right off to get there i was like hey this is gonna be good he just used that terminology so let's go i got it let's have fun uh, patrick i'm definitely glad i did this i'm definitely glad you joined me on this today because that was a lot of fun a lot of knowledge and man i really i don't like to read books most often but i'm definitely gonna have to check some of yours out i appreciate you doing this and uh I hope you have a good, good weekend. My friend. Well, likewise, Warren. It's been a pleasure. All my best to you and you and yours. Thank you, Patrick. Take All it right. easy. Bye-bye. All right. I know people go to gyms day in and day out, trying to find a way to get in shape. They are also told by personal trainers to lose weight as they be on the treadmill. You do that for so much and they don't get the results. If you are the person that I am describing, go check out Vector Fit. I mean, is check out Thomas Hatton. He is a trained personal trainer. He is a nutritionist. He writes down your workout plans. He gets you the result that you are needing. And even better, guys, I know we have that hard word that's the word dieting. And let me tell you, he brings a whole different level to that word. It is not just you not eat cake, you don't eat anything. No, he brings out what you really need for your body. He puts a training program specifically for your body. So check out Vector Fit at Facebook at Vector Fit. You can also check him out on Instagram at Vector Fit. Um, and also, if you need to, if you're not really fond of social media, you can also call him at 904-548-8479. That is 904-548-8479. That is Vector Fit in Yulee, Florida area. Thomas Hatton, y'all. So, if y'all want to change your body, hit him up. All right, time to get to go home cue. First and foremost, I would like to thank Patrick Ratchford for joining us today. Talking about just an awesome, just to really describe what really a motion, motivational speaker is and what their purpose really is. Like, it was really awesome to talk to him. Uh, just to pick his brain on some of this stuff was um, just eye-opening for me. Like, I give him major props just locking himself in the, house, in the room for a certain amount of time, of the, a certain amount of days, just to really pursue his dream, really pursue a focus that he knew what it's going to take to get pub, get a published book, be successful on the book, and literally, most importantly, live his dream. I mean, that was just wow, amazing. That just just to show what people really have to do to go that extra mile. What's the extra mile that you're willing to take? to pursue your dreams, pursue something to make you successful. And I'm not talking about just being a motivational speaker or author or anything. Like the simplest things like me and Patrick talked about today was the simplest things like say like if you, great example, say like if you had a C on your report card and you finally averaged it up to a B. In reality, you are successful because you overcame something that you were trying to get past. You were literally beat a task that you were literally putting yourself towards and you beat it. And that's what the terminology of successful is. It's not being a millionaire. It's not being a guy with 
15 planes or whatever. Like those little things make a person successful. And I mean, it was awesome to talk to Patrick today. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that was amazing, amazing episode. I thank y'all for joining me today. Let's leave it off like we always do. I hope everyone washes their hands. Stay safe. Stay clean. Do what you got to do. Protect what you got. And I will be back when I have more bzzz down the road. Later.